It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Greg Johns, who covers the Mariners for MLB.com. Greg, you are entering your eighth spring training. Is that correct? At MLB.com, correct. Yes. A whole lot more than that before that, but uh, yeah, I don't want to sound too old, so eight sounds good. That's good, Danny. <laughs> your eighth spring training for MLB.com covering the Mariners and... How are you feeling coming into this? Are you excited? Is this kind of like old hat for you at this point? Uh, I am in the best condition of my life, Danny, as we report to camp. <laughs> and I expect that to last about a day, and then I'll be very tired. Uh, no, I'm excited. It's, it's always good. Spring every year is, is just, you know, it's, it really is true. And there's just you don't know what's going to happen. There's just a million storylines, and I, I always... I always look at it like a book, and you're going to open the book, and you just don't know where it's going to end up. And when you start it, you can write the first chapter here in Peoria, and then we'll see where things go. And it's never quite what you expect. So uh, it's always fun to show up and see what's going on. I like it. They keep you on your toes. And like you said, pitchers and catchers report on Wednesday. We're chatting on Tuesday. So just a mere 24 hours away. In fact, by the time that this comes out, you will have already heard a lot of great sounds from spring training. But I want to quickly talk about your Twitter question because right before, on the eve, it's like Christmas Eve, right? Everyone's got those butterflies. You asked all your Twitter followers to fire away, asking some questions. And so I want to address some of those before we jump into the actual spring training questions. But I like this one from Connor because we haven't really had a chance to – we don't play the what-if game that much, Greg. That's not really um, my jam. I don't do that too often, but I kind of liked Connor's question. And it was also really similar to another question that you got, so we're going to kind of combine them. So Connor asks, any way the Mariners could get players like J.D. Martinez or Jake Arrieta in one-year deals since the market isn't developing? And it kind of goes, like I said, with a question from Joseph – um, who said, Greg, why don't the M's go for it and sign a free agent pitcher, Lynn, Cobb, or Arietta? keep Marco as their fifth, and move Erasmo to long relief? So, Greg, in, in um, conclusion, will the Mariners do any sorts of these things in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, probably, probably not. And it's, it's funny, I've been getting those questions since uh, this start of off season, and I think everybody's still asking him as we get into camp, and Jerry DePoto keeps saying the same thing, which is he likes the guys they've got, and they're really not not in the market to add a, a big big, big name, big money guy, and, and I guess that, that that first question is probably a, a pretty typical one, you know, can they go out and, and, you know, it's an interesting market, it's such an interesting, you know, these free agents still out there, and everybody thinks that, you know, you can be able to get cut rate prices, and, and you know, can you get Jake Arrieta, can you get J.D. Martinez come in and play the outfield, you know, you get these guys, some, they got to play somewhere, and, and that's exactly right, they are going to end up somewhere, but but they're not going to come in on one-year deals, and they're not going to come in on bargain basement. The, the two guys there, Arietta and Martinez in particular, I guess two words, Scott Boris, 
uh, is, is their agent. And, and Scott's got a, a bunch of big-name guys out there. It's an interesting situation, but I really don't see those guys coming in at, at low low market, you know, one-year deals. Uh, you know, I guess anything is possible, and, and if it is, I'm sure the Mariners and, and 29 other teams are going to be interested. You know, there's a reason teams were interested in Shohei Otani. You know, his, his, his contract situation was very unique, uh, very, coming in very low. Uh, those guys are in a much different situation. You know, they're 32 years old. Marietta Martinez is going to be 31, I think, this year. Uh, you know, these are guys. And the baseball market, to me, Danny, I think the interesting thing, and people are trying to figure it out, uh, and a lot of this is a lot of teams just now are reluctant to give guys who are in their 30s, you know, mm-hmm. a big five, six-year deal. And, you know, if you're a Mariner fan, I, I know you're saying, hey, let's let's go for it. And, you know, I understand that. You know, I, I, I keep, keep thinking the same thing. But I also They're hungry, Greg. Saying, what's that? They're hungry. They are hungry, but the same same people, Danny, are saying, you know, what are we going to do with Felix Hernandez? Is, is he done? You know, he's still got, you know, a couple of years on his contract. You know, is Robinson Cano, what are they going to do with him? And he's got another six, seven years on his deal at $25 million. These are guys, this is what happens at the end of contracts, which Cano isn't even near yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you start to worry. And, and Arietta is older than Felix Hernandez. Uh, you know, he's got less innings on his arm, but he is, he's older than Felix. So do you start a guy on a five- or six-year deal at that point uh, when, you're, when you're, you know, in your early 30s, it's going to carry him into 38 when he's a pitcher? You know, yeah, if you can get him for a one-year deal, uh, sweet. Uh, that, would, that would make a lot of sense. I just don't think those guys are going to certainly settle for that, if at all possible. But it's, it is fascinating. I mean, it's a fascinating spring how many teams have decided mm-hmm. to kind of play that game, and uh, that's kind of where the mirrors are. I think they, they've got, you know, I think people forget Mike Leake they traded for in the last year is a guy who has he's he's about 30 years old and, and has three years left on his contract at, at 48 million so they brought in a guy pretty high priced guy now the Cardinals absorbed some of that money Danny they, right. they took 15 million of that in the trade but the Mariners still on the hook for 33 million for the next three years for Mike Leake uh, plus a pretty big option the following year so they they did add a pretty big money guy. Uh, that they thought was was as good or better than the guys that are on the market right now that we're going to look for five or six year deals. So, you know, they they did they, they did make a move that they think kind of circumvented where they would need to be this spring, looking at those guys that are wanting five or six years at twenty plus million a year. All right. Well, let's look at the the group of guys that are going to be on the field. Let's go around the horn and list off who the projected starters for each position on opening day will be, starting with catcher Mike Zanino, who the expectations are uh, are rising for him, right? Sure. I think, I think Mike's a huge key to the season. I think he's, he had a great second half last year, really established himself as the kind of catcher that everybody's been hoping he would be from the start. He was a, a top three draft pick overall and just a great guy behind the plate, great guy on the you know in and out of the clubhouse and, and really – step forward last year. I, I wouldn't surprise me if he's in uh, all-star contention this year if, if he plays like he can. All right, then first base, Ryan Healy, who was acquired from the Athletics. Big expectations for that guy, right? Yeah, n- nice piece that they brought in. Uh, it'll be an interesting interesting uh, to see what they get out of him. I mean, he's young, 26 years old, uh, had, a, had a, a good year and a half with Oakland, uh, big power bat, and uh, not a lot of pressure on him because they got you know they got the Cruises and the Canoes and the Seegers and, and they can slide the Healy in probably sixth in the order behind that group and uh, just let him see what he can do. With uh, certainly they expect to have a nice upgrade there at first with Healy. Mm-hmm. And then moving to second, like you said, Robbie Cano. Now, Greg, I feel like 
in baseball, when you think of Robinson Cano, I feel like I want to see more from him this season. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think Cano last year played with sore legs uh, much mm-hmm. of the year. He had a bad quad. He got, uh, and, he, and it, in the field in particular, I think it affected him uh, on the base pass a little bit. He's, he's still at the plate, I think, was, was Robinson Cano. He didn't have quite the power he had the year before, a huge year the year before. But, uh, you know, this is a guy, you know, he's, he's one of the top two or three hitters in baseball at this position. Mm-hmm. You can count on that from Robinson Cano. Uh, would they love to get a little bit more from him than they did last year? Yeah. Uh, but but I think you know with Cano you know what you're going to get which is you know a guy that's going to hit 20 30 bombs and, and 100 plus RBIs and be hitting 300 so that's pretty good pretty good production from second base. I like it. All right, third base, Kyle Seager, who was the most consistent batter in baseball last year, and nobody knew it. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, I think piece that they did with using a lot of a look back at I think over the past five years or so that and you, if you look back at his numbers are just always there, mm-hmm. and uh, very, which is a great attribute to have as a baseball player. Uh, you know what you're going to get. He a little disappointed in himself last year and the team as well. Uh, that was the first kind of downturn he's had. In you know, you play as, as six, seven years in a row, it's tough to have your numbers improve every year. It's just literally impossible. So he, he took a little dip last year. He's a very, very proud guy. I expect him to have a little bounce back, and, and uh, his numbers have been consistent. I think he wants to see him uptick a little this next year. All right, and rounding out the infield, Gene Segura at short. Yeah, Gene, I, they, they got so much out of him last year that early when they got him from the D-backs that they extended him, uh, extended his contract for five more years. So they, uh, that's a guy that they can put in there. Get about second this year behind Gordon. He was a pretty good leadoff hitter last year and hit 300 for the season. So uh, Segura definitely uh, a key to that lineup. Put him above that big three that we talked about in the middle of the order. Him and D Gordon on base should be very interesting. All right, let's uh, let's scroll through the Audis as I like to refer to them. Mm-hmm. Greg Ben Gamel out and left. Yeah, young young guy, and all these outfields we're going to talk about are pretty young. Ben, one of the rookies last year that. Uh, I think he really surprised. Well, I know he surprised people because he started the year in the minor leagues, and it mm-hmm. wasn't until uh, Mitch Haniger got hurt they brought Ben up and played so well he couldn't couldn't get him out of the lineup and uh, moved him over to the left when Haniger came back and right. And uh, I remember one point in the middle of the year he was hitting uh, 345 something like that was was up among the American League baseball uh, leaders and, and batting average and tailed off a bit at the end. I think they're going to want to see him readjust. I think pitchers kind of saw what Ben can do and, and pitched him a little differently. So. Interesting year, I think, for him to, to kind of come back and, and uh, you know, adjust to what pitchers were doing to him, which is something every baseball player goes through with, the, with these young guys. And then moving on over, Greg, the newbie, D. Gordon patrolling center field. Yeah, I think one of the stories of this camp, uh, Danny, is going to be watching D. out in center field. And I think he's going to be just fine out there. He's such a good athlete and can run. And, and, and uh, he's a baseball player, and he's, he's going to handle himself out there. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing him just, you know, what he could, that, that element of speed and and excitement, and it just seems like a really vibrant guy and, and a great clubhouse guy. So, yeah, looking forward to getting to know D as much as anything. I think the whole team is kind of excited about his arrival. I like it. I like it. All right, and then do I have this right? In right field, we've got Mitch Haniger. Mitch. Mitch is, uh, I think, I guess a lot of people say last year he broke out because, you know, he was a guy that, that, that came from the D-backs in the trade, and, and, you know, really Segura was the big name in that deal, and, uh, I remember when they got him, DePoto said, we really like this Mitch Haniger. And he came out last year and, and really uh, it would have been, in, aside from, I guess, Aaron Judge, could have been a, uh, in the conversation for Rookie of the Year until he got, got hurt and had a couple 
couple of things that kept his uh, overall games down. But when he was on the field, very, very productive, uh, good good fielder, good all-around player, uh, and big guy that can run and, and hit with some power. And, and uh, really like Mitch. I think this would be a very nice year for him. Okay. All right. Now, we're going to skip around a little bit, Greg. We're going to look at the fifth spot in the rotation. Now, this is a volatile spot, I feel like. It's, it's inconsistent, and there's a new guy in it all the time because of injuries and whatnot. But the Mariners have Marco Gonzalez, Andrew Moore, and Ariel Miranda battling it out in spring. And, and this is an important topic. And I think that we're kind of, at this point, I don't, I don't like um, many phrases, but I, I want to say we're sharpening the end of the pencil. We're down to the very end of it. They've, they've got to stay healthy, Greg. They do, but I think the good thing, and I think some people are overlooking it, is you don't often have three guys battling for a number five mm. <laughs> rotation spot that have got some experience and a lot of upside like these guys do. Great point. So, you know, if guys above them get hurt, and you know, you, you need that depth. And, and they found that out last year. Um, you know, I, I think they got a couple nice guys there that people are are a little skeptical about. I'm a little higher on Marco Gonzalez than a lot of people. I think he came in last year and was was pushed before he was ready, coming off Tommy John the year before. And this is a guy, a, a big upside guy, first round pick with the Cardinals. That was really on the on the uprise, one of the top prospects in baseball until he got got hurt. And uh, I think he could really bounce back and, and have a nice year this year. I think there's a, a lot in that tank and. Uh, Real, real uh, solid kid, and, and the same with Andrew Moore, uh, 23 years old, and, and he was their top, most developed pitching prospect last year. And because of all the injuries, got pushed to the major leagues, having hardly been in Triple A at all, and, and that's a tough jump. And had success everywhere he's been. He's a smart kid, and got roughed up a little at the majors last year. And it's, it's not an easy game, Danny. <laughs> you get thrown in there, 23 years old, and, and uh, you know you do some learning. Uh, he seems like a sharp guy. Be interested to see how he does. Uh, this spring, it probably opens the season in AAA, and which is probably where he should be, and get that experience and, and be ready when they need him. And, and the other guy you mentioned, Ariel Miranda, I, last year wasn't even supposed to be in the rotation, and uh, injury that drew Smiley in spring. You know, Miranda makes the makes this, the five coming out of camp, and, and turns out being their their guy that starts the most games and, and throws the most innings for them of anybody all year because uh, of so many other injuries. And he was really really good for uh, for three months, and then kind of kind of hit the wall and uh, he was just trying to carry that staff I think probably you know the first his first full year in the majors kid out of Cuba so uh, you know all those guys I think learned a lot last year uh, they don't have to come in and be the ace this year you know hopefully Miranda isn't the guy throwing the most innings you know hopefully uh, Marco Gonzalez isn't trying to carry the, the whole thing uh, these are guys that can should be able to contribute and uh, you know they need one or two of those guys to step up and uh, probably a real key to the season is how that turns out. All right, Greg, when you when things finally start off on Wednesday, what's the very first thing you're going to do? You're going to get out of your car, you're going to walk up, and then what do you do when you get there? What's the first thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, truthfully, turn on my computer. And then <laughs> I always head to the clubhouse, Danny. I, I like to just stick my head in, see who's in there, see who's, who's working around. Wednesday is an interesting day. That's the day pitchers and catchers report, so... People think, you know, not everybody knows what that means. It really, it's coming in and, and taking their physicals. So, the first day, you know, you don't know really when guys are going to be in, and and, uh, and it, they're all scheduled to, to meet the doctor at different times. So, there's a chance to kind of get in, and, and I've done a little bit of it today, just talking to guys and seeing who's who's what and what uh, what they've been doing. You know, Tony Zick's got a great big huge beard, and, and James Paxton looks taller and leaner and meaner, and, and uh, you know, still looking for Felix to see what he's done with his hair because that's always, that's always a topic. You know, but really just getting a chance to, to, to see guys say hi and and, 
you know, as much as uh, these guys, uh, you know, uh, do in the off season, they've always got some stories, and then it's just good to see guys and kind of catch up and you know, really just say, hey, looking forward to working with you, and uh, everybody starts getting going, and they're all doing the same thing with teammates and stuff, and a lot of boxes being unpacked and, and mitts being checked out, and uh, here they go. All right, Greg. Well, I'm excited for you, and I can't wait to chat more and hear about all the great things coming out of camp, and I appreciate your time, as always. Well, next week we'll have some, some actual news on the field to talk about, Danny. It seems like a long offseason here with waiting for, for moves to be made, and now we get to see what happens when they're out there on the field. So looking forward to that. We made it. We made it. With Greg Johns, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.